You're listening to the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. Okay, good evening. Good afternoon, rather. So this afternoon, we're going to start the third chapter of Terumot. And we're getting into questions of, I would say we're getting into boundary cases. So we're getting into people making mistakes with trauma, or mixtures, or partners or agents. You know, whose, tr- whose food really is it? If, if two people both have a share in a pile of food, kind of whose food is it really? Those are the kind of boundary cases that we're going to be exploring in chapter three. So in the first two chapters, we've already explored who can give trauma, what kinds of food can be given for trauma, for what kinds of food. We talked about the concept of like for like. We talked about purity, impurity, species diversity, quality. So we've laid out the basic infrastructure. And now, as we enter the third chapter, we're going to start dealing with difficult cases. And I hope we can deal with three Mishnayot today, and then we will gradually lead into the rest of the material in this chapter during the rest of this week. So let's have a look at the source sheet. Chapter 3, Mishnah 1. Someone gave someone gave a cucumber of t- as Turuma and the assumption is this is an edible cucumber if it's not edible right, you can't give it to the Kohen someone gave a cucumber and, it, and it's found to be bitter or maybe it was a melon and it was found to be rotten but at the time he gave it or she gave it it was believed to be okay and the Mishnah says Truma, Haturem, someone who gives all these things, Truma, it is Truma. But the qualification is Veyachsovayitrum. It is Truma, but he, if he finds it, he must go back and give Truma again. And similarly, the case of someone who gave a jar of wine as Truma and he found that it was vinegar, Haturem Chavicha, Yaivenim Seit Shel Chometz. If he knew before he gave it that it was vinegar, clearly the truma is invalid because we know that we can't give one kind of processed food for another kind of processed food. I mean, vinegar is different from wine. But if he found out afterwards, sorry, but if he found out afterwards if it turned to vinegar after he gave it then that's still true and then here now we're going to get to the boundary case right like the first case he has to go back give trauma again and the Mishnah is going to explain now the status of these two Lots of trauma he's given in the in the case of the uh, cucumber, which turned out to be which was found to be bitter, or the melon, which was found to be rotten. He has to go and give trauma again, and in a similar in the case of the of the wine, which was found to be vinegar. Harishon, a man, a harishon, 
הראשונה אינה מדמעת בפני עצמה. מדמעת is a really interesting word. It only occurs in the context of trauma, and it means to turn produce which it's mixed with into doubtful trauma. If you take real trauma and you mix it with a whole bunch of other stuff, and we're going to find out about this later in the chapter, essentially you turn the whole pile into doubtful trauma, unless it's unless there's a mi- only a minute quantity, in which case it's going to be vital, and we'll learn later what what level of dilution you, you require in order to make the minute quantity insignificant. Unless there's a minute quantity, by dropping a bit of trauma into a pile of food, you make the whole pile doubtful trauma. And the verb for that is, is the, well, the root is dalid mem i, it's mudamat. We're saying here, Harishonah, the first lot of trauma he gave, the trauma which, well, it was accepted, but he needs to give it again. The first lot of trauma doesn't make something doubtful trauma, isn't a mudamat on its own. And it's not subject to the added fifth. If you eat by mistake, trauma, if you eat by mistake, it only belongs to the Kohanim, it doesn't, doesn't belong to you, you need to give it back, but to add a fifth. So the first lot of trauma, even though it is trauma, but he has to give again, if it's mixed with ordinary food, it doesn't turn the ordinary food into doubtful trauma. The first, and remember we said, he has to give again. And the Mishnah goes on to say, So the second lot doesn't turn something into doubtful trauma either. So it's a boundary case. We know that the, the first donation, well, it is trauma, but not really, because he has to give again. And the second lot, Well, it is trauma, but it's replacing the first lot. And either one or the other, if it's dropped into pile of real food, doesn't render the whole pile doubtful trauma. And the Mishnah then, sort of, the second Mishnah is really a continuation of the first. And it explains, If one of these things falls into Chulin, it doesn't make it doubtful trauma. If the second falls into a pile of chulen, it doesn't make it doubtful trauma. But, and here's the sting, if both of them fell into this pile, if they both fall into this pile of chulen, and because between the two of them, Between the two of them, they're certainly trauma. Either the first or the second donation is trauma. If they both fall into a pile of chulim, between the two, they make it, they, they make it doubtful, according, at, according to the size of the smaller of the two, because the, um, it's the combination of the two, it's the combination of the two that turns this turns this mixture of mixture of chulin into into um, doubtful trauma. And then the mission examines a, a case which is sort of nearly parallel. But in this case we haven't got two doubtful um, two doubtful types of donations but two partners. 
two partners took to rumor one after the other. Hashutafin, shitarimu ze acharze. So one person took rumor, and the other person took rumor. So it's a similar situation, but achieved in a different way. Two different people who both own this heap have both taken rumor. So what is the situation? Rabbi Akiva says. Both their trumor is valid. Maybe Rabbi Akiva thinks that each one of the partners owns half the pile. So if they each took trumor for their half, both their trumot are valid, right? You know, Fred and Joe both own half of this enormous pile. Fred took for his half, Joe took for his half. Both, both their, both their, both donations are true. Well, that's Rabbi Akiva. I mean, the sages come back and say, The first trumor is, is, is trumor. And remember that the amount of trumor is not fixed. It's a vague thing. It's between 1.5% and 2.5%, and 2.5%. So the sages seem to be saying, you know, the, the first donation, in the case of a partnership, the first donation effectively clears the whole, the whole heap. The second donation isn't required. And Rabbi Yossi is going to be more precise. He said, look, if the third, if the first gave the, pres the prescribed amount, if the first one gave enough. So again, we're thinking about a situation where maybe half each of them owns half the pile. If the first one gave enough, if the first one gave enough, the, trimmer, the donation of the second is not trimmer at all. If the, the first guy didn't give enough, then the second person's trimmer is trimmer. What difference does that make? Well, I mean, I mean in all of these cases, the trimmer's been given, but if the trimmer is trimmer, that has implications for what can happen to it later. If, if a non-Kohen eats it by accident or it falls into Chulin and as we've seen and we're going to see later in this chapter if Truma gets mixed up with Chulin, with ordinary food then it has serious implications for the food as a whole whereas if um, if we're in a situation where you know it's just a donation and it's not Truma at all then the consequences are much easier so those are the first three Mishnayot of chapter 3 and with that I'll stop we started to explore some boundary cases and then we're going to get deeper into this subject tomorrow as we go through different kinds of test cases like thank you for listening to this edition of the daily Mishnah podcast with Benedict